Hey, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast, brought to you by MSW Lounge in Austin, Texas. As always, our sponsors are Slenderella, the liver detox, weight loss shot, and IV blend. It is also available in supplement form via Slenderella Boost, Slenderella Bliss, and there are Slenderella capsules coming soon. We are also brought to you by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness, Inc. is a online health coaching platform specializing in 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere, changing the way you behave around food, as well as content production for other health companies. If you hate doing your social media, if you hate producing your podcast, contact Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Last but not least, we are brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Woo! Fast and Furious for those little plugs in the beginning there, guys, today. We're super excited for this episode. This is episode number 26. Oh my gosh, we have made it past our quarter-life crisis. And today we are interviewing Shada Tarabi. Shada, I apologize if I said that wrong. I have no excuse with a last name like mine, but Shada Tarabi. Um, she is known as with Shada on Instagram. She used to be Dine with Shada, but she has recently rebranded to just at with Shada. And that is because of some of the stuff that she talks about here today, actually. She uh, has kind of been going through a health and wellness journey with um, a little bit of help from her sister, Sydney Tarabi, who's known as Spin City on Instagram. We had her on episode 15, I believe. You can go back and listen to that one. But Shada has uh, made her name here in Austin as one of our biggest food bloggers, and she still does that, and it's a super cool conversation with her talking about how she balances being a food blogger and um, being super pumped about Austin Food and Wine Festival that just happened last weekend, as well as making sure that she gets up at 5 a.m. and goes to a 6 a.m. workout class. Uh, really great conversation with her today. She's super funny and fun and shares some pretty pretty hard stuff to talk about, so I really enjoyed talking with her on this one. The boys did, too, so... Without further ado, here is Shada Tarabi with at with Shada on the How Do You Health podcast. Sydney sent me pictures from about a year ago of me. And the transformation is pretty crazy. I'm literally like, I don't even recognize like who this person is. Like you can swipe and see them. So this is a year ago? This is like July of last year, yeah. Wow. So, I don't know if y'all know this, but like two years ago I was in a car accident. I broke my pelvis in two places. When I feel like so, like, I couldn't walk. I, I think you told me that. And so, I put on a lot of weight, like, as a result of it. Like, we're both former competitive swimmers. That's how we met, was in, like, high school swimming. So, there's a good thing to talk about. Right. Yeah. And, uh... This is rolling, by the way. Right? Is it? That is. Yeah, this is. Oh, yeah. Um, so... 
I guess, yeah, I kind of had, like, the accident happen to me, came really depressed. I was in, like, an unhealthy relationship that, like, added insult to injury. And then he broke up with me. I was like, I got to get my life back in shape. Like, where do I start? But, of course, it was a little bit, like, my body's still broken. And I, to be honest, have residual pain still in, like, the left side of my body from where I was impacted. So it, uh, it was just something that I was, like, afraid of, like, pushing my body to that limit. Like, I'm a former athlete, but, like, I don't want to go work out again. Like, what does that look like? Yeah. How do you build a routine? And so this is, like, the saga of, okay, you're going to go to the gym. You're going to, like, do Pilates. You're going to do spin. And, like, that wasn't necessarily make, like, making weight drop. So yeah. then it was, okay, now I'm going to weight lift because I love weightlifting and I feel my body's getting sort of stronger and found AO and then started doing that. And then Brittany approached me to do nutrition training. Yeah. And so actually that photo was kicking off nutrition training with Brittany. Nice. And did nutrition training. Just I'm on this journey of like slowly becoming more aware of my body and like what you put in it to fuel it. And I think MSW Lounge is like a nice punctuation of like that next chapter of, okay, so you're kind of eating better, you're working out, you have that routine. What's next? How do you look at more of the things that are kind of happening inside your body and how do yeah. you speak to what's going on? Well, how did you find all that? Like, because obviously I just saw your photos, right? And so it's a change you can is noticeable right so it's like well, what are you doing right like what what exactly have you done in your life to like get to the point where now because I, I know that one you've obviously lost a lot of weight yeah right which is which is awesome right but then also like the way that you feel like the way you're sleeping like the way you're eating even like how does that change um i don't i wouldn't say that it's like a dramatic or drastic change that i experienced kind of like in one specific moment where I'm like, okay, well, I'm stopping eating this. Like when I started working with Brittany, which I came to find out later that she's vegan. So she was influencing a lot of the things that I was eating as a result. So I grew up in Texas uh, eating lots of dairy and lots of red meat. Yeah. And being healthy to me was like, don't eat sugar. You know what I mean? Like don't eat carbs, like don't eat things like that. And so when she started telling me, you know, to remove things like dairy or like red meat, I was like, but meat is protein. Like why would I eat fish or chicken over red meat? Like what's the yeah. difference? Cause at the end of the day, it's better for you than like a candy bar, right? So I, uh, I it's just been the progress of taking you know things in and out of my diet realizing like when I take this thing out oh how I actually feel as a result of it like I love dairy I'm not intolerant to dairy yeah. gave it up as part of the program with Brittany because I was documenting it for my blog as well right. and realized uh, that dairy doesn't make me feel good that when I introduced it back into my diet because I was on the program with her for about two months consistently mm -hmm. and I'm pretty uh, what's the right word like self-motivated like I don't need a lot of reasons to do something if I tell myself this is like good for you you're doing this you're doing this program you're going to work out every day yeah. like my brain is pretty easily able to like grok that and do it so I get a lot of people telling me like how do you wake up every morning at 5 30 and go work out and I'm like you just literally do it. Yeah. It's also called a questioner personality type, at least from what I know, because that's what I am. Yeah. I'm really good at setting my own goals, goals and achieving them, but if someone else sets a goal for me, I fight back and make ask so many questions. Totally, totally. And, like, so it's cool, though, that you were able to work with Brittany as your coach. Yes. Because, like, if I have a mentor or a coach, John could probably attest sometimes, and just, like, I push back. I'm like, no, like, or tell me why. Tell me everything about why. Why should I? And it has to be like, okay, now I've, I'm well-educated enough to make this decision with you, and therefore I agree, and I'm going to set that as my own goal. I never let other people set yeah. my own goals. <laughs> I think that was yeah. definitely like part of it, maybe with Brittany, too, of just like complete trust of – because I think I had been going to AO for a couple months, and 
just like fell in love with like AO and her and Pat and the studio and like the the work ethic and I yeah. was like yeah like whatever you told me not to eat this like I want to be skinny I mean if I'm also being honest the motivation was partially for like ultimately having a healthier fit lifestyle but I was also going to a, a music festival to meet a guy which is like probably like really bad motivation to do anything in your life <laughs> but I was like oh god I gotta get skinny that's the like, number one motivator right there that's, like, that's the truth right? I was like, like I gotta like lose some weight like you told me to cut dairy out like sure I'll cut dairy out I can do that I was like no dairy like great we're not doing that um <laughs> but yeah it's been um, an interesting like progression so like for example Sydney and I were having Sydney is my sister Spin City um, was having shot a the, yeah the Spin City the shot the Spin City shots up that's yeah. the poster for people who can't see at home which we love I love giving yeah. her shot it's always a fun thing to request in the mornings yeah, yeah. she gives you stuff she gives you shit right? yeah she gives <laughs> uh, but we were talking today because again in a constant like evolution like I look at my life as just like this one long path of like you're never like there you've never like arrived you're constantly evolving and changing yourself and so I was like Sydney I don't snack as much as I was snacking before I feel like I'm eating like relatively healthy I mean I am a food blogger still at the end of the day so like there's occasional like times to indulge but like you know I've noticed a lot lately that like I'm slimming down is it because I've inserted this food or taken out that food or you know kind of playing that game with her and she was acknowledging that my vocabulary and vernacular around the foods that I had been replacing and mm-hmm. taking were evolving, right? Like, oh, you're being more mindful of, like, how much sugar you're intaking. And, like, no longer are you thinking of sugar as, like, you know, a candy bar. Sugar also comes in the form of, like, oranges and bananas and things that, like, you're told to eat that are healthy for you. Yeah. But then, like, you shouldn't binge on, like, a banana and four oranges and, like, five dried mango slices like I did two nights ago. And so, you know, we it's all have good, a, actually. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I was like, but they're all healthy for me. She's like, yeah, but there's like a ton of sugar in it. I and put some chili powder on it. Right. Sugar is not always good, <laughs> but I can attest to those mango slices. Those were Trader like my Joe's, bin, those were my binge of choice. Mango yeah. slices, sponsor me in Sydney, please. We love you guys. I, I, it's funny. It was Trader Joe's right down the road. We don't even go there to eat at all. Like, we don't get any of their food or anything. I think I've been there twice. I, I remember recalling like it was like a gluten-free something maybe it was the waffles I think they had it was like the best tasting gluten-free waffles that's the only thing I wanted to go to Trader Joe's from but I remember like because you're from up north so like they like Pflugerville this lady I met from Pflugerville driving every day to go to Trader Joe's really? just to go get off like her whole week of shopping and I'm just like that's say. crazy like I, I like how so let's just point out he's like you're from up north I thought you meant she was from like the northeast and I was like no, oh, no they're no. from Austin oh, yeah. he just meant Pflugerville you know what I meant I mean well, if I you're from here literally you, the town north of Austin well, yeah if you're yeah. from Austin Chuck would agree he's also from Austin yeah uh, part, wait you're from where Cedar Park Cedar Park uh, okay okay he's All from right. up north it, you're yeah. a northern <laughs> you're a northerner you're a bullet you used to call him back in the day you used to call him um, uh, used to call him Bubba's and I think Yuppies I'm from Round Rock. Yeah, so. that's I can't say like Cedar Park and Round Rock are like the yuppie part of town. I feel like where we're currently at is the yuppie part of town here in Westlake. But yes. <laughs> I'm this not complaining. Also, no, this is also money, not yuppie. We're, we're, we're a lot older than you. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> well, okay, in all fairness, I don't even think Cedar Park was around when I was <laughs> No, 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 no. It's, it wasn't because we were the second, I was the second graduating class of Visceridge High School, and I very distinctively remember there was uh, no 1890 Ranch. There was no outlet malls, no Costco, no, Costco, no, Walmart. no Walmart, no HEB. There was that one Goodwill there right at like 1890. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, it yeah. was yeah. really. So we, yeah, we, we were the, the generation of watching Cedar Park become Cedar Park. And so, yeah, yeah. It's super strange because both of our parents still live out there. And it's like, yeah. 
What's well, nice? It's nice. It's very nice. It's, it's very nice. nice. Yeah, it's great. And there's a lot of space out there. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing, right? You're like in the hill country. <laughs> I mean, right? That you're at the beginning, like footsteps of the hill. So country. sorry about that, Austin rant for all. Yeah, sorry for all you people at home. Austin. Yeah, you don't know whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Leslie Caronica. Thank you, Leslie. She probably asked. All the people not from Austin, y'all should come visit. It's I north of the river, by the way. That's the median, right? The separator. Go drive down six twenty and FM twenty seven sixty nine. Roll your windows down. Pretty. Literally, it's the best drive oh, ever. It's our favorite drive. We have done it many yeah. times. We'll see. But on the subject of Trader Joe's, really quick. Yeah. I exclusively only buy my avocados from Trader Joe's. Why? Um, one, I like the quantity that I get for like the value. Like per unit. Yeah, it's unit? like what's like what three saying? bucks for four avocados. Yeah. How much? Three bucks. I buy organic. The four avocados. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm getting <laughs> like the amount of avocados. <laughs> Why did you say that before? <laughs> <laughs> we would have been going there a lot sooner. Right. So, but but I've tried other places. I'm like, oh, well, I'm at Whole Foods. Like, oh, I'm at HEB. I should just get avocados, and they're just like never as good. The size of like avocado to size ratio. I don't know. They're All just right. like they're the best. Well, avocados. I is they don't have a good selection of chips. You need to get the sweet potato chips. Get the sweet potato chips. Does it beat sunrise plantain chips? Because sunrise plantain chips are the best. I I, I put my flag down. Honestly, has anyone had sunrise? I think I have, but I'm literally all plantain chips are my drug. You know that. Plant they're just salty enough because they're just sea salted and yeah. like fried and all that. Like those are the be- but see like Trader Joe's has their own, right? Like they have yeah. their own all Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, their own brand. So that's why I'm saying I won't go there cuz I get avocados and sunrise at my beloved HEB. Sure. I mean, <laughs> love it's HEB Texas. too. It's and, Texas. And because Texas. <laughs> okay, don't appreciate this and I might butcher it. Um, there's going to be someone at Paleo FX uh, who I'm really excited to like try their product. It's launching in June. I don't know if like this is like public, but they Uh-oh. told me that. Uh-oh. Uh so it'll be at Paleo FX. They're called Wilder Brand and oh, they're yeah. making potato chip like products out of really thinly sliced chicken oh like avocado or something (laughs) it's i've tasted them they're really good i think it's just wild brand like w-i-l-d-e yeah i think it's yeah it's wild brand like wild foods or something yeah yeah that's awesome of course i'm gonna try it like that's yeah they're gonna be there and they have a whole line i love it because it's like they have like a barbecue chicken flavor and i'm like it's really yummy. It's literally chicken. You tried this already? Mm-hmm. Okay. Where are the yeah. samples? Did you get this like the sneak peek or something? <laughs> no, I actually got it through my friend at Barefoot Provisions. They're going to be stocking it through Barefoot Provisions, which oh, is like cool. an online food paleo food retailer. Nice. And my friend manages it, so I like she always gets free stuff. All right. Well, I can't. I can't wait because I'm going to try that, and I'm going to try what every other food product they're going to have at Paleo because we're going to be there for four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Everybody's going to try a Slenderita, and everyone's going to try a Slenderella and a Slenderita. And it's just going to, yeah, so we'll walk out of there. If y'all want deals for all the, the subs that we want to sell, like you let us know whatever bars you want to try. The protein, all paleo, of it. I want like a keto, bag of CBD a, protein bars yeah. probably, right? There's going to be three I, I mean, different why not, CBD right? companies there. How many? Three. And then um, I was just at headquarters. <laughs> yeah. like, they have, so her CBD there. I have, I have there was, wait, you have a CBD? No, 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 no. I have a CBD that's here. Um, I was just Actually, at headquarters. Could, right? though, because so we could just say like, hey, we'll just do a, a consign- assignment. Sorry, we're talking about this. We have CBD at MSW. We do actually. We have uh, we have the teacher that's up there, and I don't know if you've ever tried this before. Have you tried the teacher? Uh, you put that under your tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that one right there is uh, like a medicinal grade. It's like fifteen hundred milligrams. Oh wow, that is a lot. Yeah, and it's peppermint, which is nice. And so they, we've had 
at least four or five people have told us their pain has been reduced significantly. One guy, and the crazy thing was, one guy got an IV here, right? He had that big knot, he had rhabdomyolysis, I think. Uh, oh, I'm going to probably butcher that. But, uh, rhabdomyolysis. Yeah, there we go, thank you. And uh, he said that his bump, this was back here, was huge. I actually felt it before. He said that his bump came down a lot, and I checked it afterwards. He took uh, one rip, or two rips of the, the vape, yeah, uh, and not the teacher, it was a vape. That's what it was. Medical like, term. The, yeah, that was the medical word. vape that we handed over there. <laughs> and uh, and then after that, the, the thing went down, and then he actually felt a lot better. So the CBD products, they're going to be there. I expect them to be a medicinal grade because we do have, I think, probably the highest quality CBD you can get. And if you take the, the THC out as, aspect of it, then what you have is like medicinal properties, right? Yeah. You've heard of that, right? Uh, I am a very big supporter of CBD and THC. (laughs) If I'm being super transparent, I have too much THC in my body to ever feel the CBD effects. (laughs) 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 However, I have a lot of friends... so I don't know if y'all know this, but our Sydney and I's parents have a CBD company as well. Get out of here. Uh, yeah, so our parents sell CBD. Of course, because you're from Austin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wish I could remember the name, but they like almost like white label it. Like they sell it like in bulk. So uh, Anonymously. Anonymously. <laughs> uh, but so but when they started it, I was like, <laughs> I was like, CBD. I was like, that's cool. But like, who takes it? Like who's, and this was like five or six years ago. So I was like, what's happening? Like, who's taking this product and then I slowly started having friends be like who don't smoke pot or do anything like that who were like you know what I started using this uh, CBD vape I found or rub or tincture whatever it might be product and I feel relief here or there or whatever their like ailment was and I was like oh damn this is like blowing up people are like hearing about it's becoming more socialized more um, I think just like recognized as a solution to heal some of these problems that people are experiencing I, so I support it that's I mean, all PSA well, done <laughs> I, I, I think that's everything that probably everyone who comes in here believes too I, I think the grassroots movement pun intended has been <laughs> that you would probably much do that than like do an opioid I mean I worked pay management you've seen this right I mean it's crazy how backwards it is to where something as natural that has been proven in science. I mean, there's tons of research. Right. You, can, you can see, all, and we have receptors all over the body if you want to geek out on it. You, we have receptors from the brain all through your gut to actually be attracted to CDVD. And it's crazy because like we said before, if you have like receptors that like opioids and you have even like nicotine, there's a guy that came in today and he's trying to detox nicotine. Mm-hmm. You know that type of effect it has on the brain, which is crazy. And so like, what one of the things I like about CBD is because if you have those receptors from the pain, the pain medicine, it goes to your brain and it attaches like a neuron. It's like firing all the time to tell you like, hey, like you need us. Like it, that's all mm-hmm. it's saying. That's all medicine is that the pain meds, that's all they're saying, which is crazy about it. That the designers pretty much said, just make it attractive to the brain. That's all it is. So when you remove it, you don't really notice anything other than the withdrawal effect. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest issue when it comes to payment. So you have to put it back on or you replace something else. So the second you introduce that to the body, it latches on. And that's that sucks, right? I mean, it, literally, it, it's horrible. The CBD can replace that. So when the, you withdraw, if you were to like replace it with something else, totally. the CBD would go in that same spot. Without the bad effects of the medicine. Without so the something. detox yeah. and withdrawal and all that stuff mm-hmm. effect, which is cool. It's and, biohacking. And it is biohacking. And I, I was listening to uh, 
this guy the other day, he recommended one of the guys that came in for the, the bachelor party the other day. We had four guys that came in. They were bad. <laughs> what a bad. fun place to have a bachelor party. I know. They, they, but they walked out. They looked like they were feeling good. Well, one of them was talking about this podcast. And it's this guy that like uh, experiments with like modafinil. And MDA, uh, MA, uh-huh. and it's like, it's crazy because I was like, why, why does he do it? And the origination was uh, Adderall. Uh, because he said he didn't like it for the fact that he was diagnosed with ADHD, he probably had it, but he was just like, you know, it, it can it can cause the brain to function in a way that I like it to and yeah. I can get shit done. Which is which is crazy. And C B D could possibly do that for a lot of people. I mean, honestly, I that one there's an energy one, there's a chill one. Yeah. And it can do those mm-hmm. types of things, which is cool. And uh the medicinal side of it is probably that they are figuring out a way to make the most out of a drug they're probably gonna make. Mm-hmm. And then they'll flood the market with it and as soon as it's all legal it's going to be able to you know i figure you're gonna be able to sell it and get it on every corner right oh Starbucks? yeah well i mean california i literally just found out yesterday you can order from whatever dispensary and they have delivery so like oh, my totally. friend my friend like that lives in california was like yeah I, I order and i have it at my door in 30 minutes and she's like, like you, know, you have a hundred yeah you have <laughs> like, like hundred mm-hmm. different strains that's to like favor from. right mm-hmm. yeah she it was insane it's crazy that's crazy so you changing the subject i know that you said unless you want to keep talking about the cbd i love all of it you love all of it all right (laughs) well this the cbd is going to be one aspect of it but the food like you talked about you won't be able to be at paleo and try all the badass food they were having because you're doing like the wine food festival austin food and wine fest yeah very notoriously popular in austin okay all good times. I was very excited. What are you that looking for? Weekend. What are you most excited about that? Okay, this might sound like wrong, but it's so right. There is something about day drinking with a bunch of like friends who become or strangers who become friends, like with the city backdrop, like you just can't replicate. Yeah. So I'm looking most forward to being drunk in public <laughs> at like That's, 2 p.m. on a Saturday. I can That's relate. Cool. Like, it's exciting. So yeah, last year was my first time That's attending. That's adulting right there. I love it. It was adulting. Yeah, it's uh, shout out to Do 512. I was uh, their, their sub and photographer last year and got to go on their behalf. So you're a photographer as well? Yeah. Just I mean, like, why not? Yeah, I take pictures of food and my friend was going to take pictures for the festival company and thought, oh, I need someone to take pictures of 2512. Who am I going to call? I'm going to call Shade. I was like, oh my God, the heavens have parted. This is like my chance. Like I'm doing it. Because um, it's just it's like a prestigious event to get yeah. press for because everybody wants press for it. Right. And so I felt so blessed to be able to go and it was just like a kid in a candy store. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going. There was like over 40 booths and you're walking around with like a cup and it's like walking around and people pouring wine and tequila and you know all these different things and then oh. you're just like yes please i would love more and then in between there's all these different food stands sweet savory there's live grilling and as a foodie it just is exciting because it's like your woodstock yeah it's your woodstock <laughs> i mean just like the content is really cool they bring in a lot of really big chefs from out of town um, so Stephanie Ezard, for example, is from Chicago and she does like Girl on the Goat and Duck Duck Goat and she's one of my favorite chefs. She's going to be here this year. But then you also have people like Tim Love who are like very well respected in Texas. He actually helps like put on the festival. And then you have like obviously like your Austin chefs who right. just are badass because we have like the best food scene here, I feel. Yeah, all of a sudden it just happened. It didn't just happen. It's been like pretty cool for the past like five years. Right, right. But Oh, sure. Growing, growing up, up, it wasn't always. Yeah. Sorry, no, 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 Austin. No, no. Austin again. Yeah, Austin. yeah, yeah. But yeah. But I feel spoiled because when I do travel, 
people are always like, oh, you're going to like this city. It's just like Austin, like Nashville. Sorry if anybody's from Nashville. Someone was like, you're going to love Nashville. The love food Nashville. scene is like up and coming. It's What's just the... great, just like Austin. And then I got to Nashville and I was like, you're liars. Yeah. Nashville is not as up and coming as Austin. Maybe like their arts and other scene, but like their food is not. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> that, not, I hate to say not... I love y'all Nashville. I, I like East Nashville, actually. That's where everyone hangs out. The I think it's the Holy Cow. Yeah. It's like an all-vegan restaurant out there. It's pretty badass. They even have like a gluten-free ba- uh, bakery and all that. But that's about it. That's the only thing that can really, I hate to say it, that could hang yeah, with an Austin yeah. restaurant. Yeah, it was more just like, I hear a lot of people just saying like, oh, my city's got really cool food. And it's like, unless you're in New York or San Francisco or Los Angeles, I'm like, sorry, Austin is up there to me with those cities. Well, so. the food aspect of it is great. I, my diet has restricted me from going in certain places. And a place like Austin, I can be as snobby as I want with yes. my food. And that's the cool thing about it. And it's good. Like, it's really good. Right? Like, all the restaurants here. Well, yeah, but I'm telling you. Because I feel like you used to be like, oh, I'm gluten free or like, oh, I'm dairy free. And they'd be like, this guy. No, it was more like. It was more like everyone served chips and salsa, which was awesome, right? But then it's like, what else were you serving besides that? And most people who like had a food trailer, like, it was like actual tacos. Like, you went to the east side and it was a little like Mexican trailer. And then people were like, oh, this is good. All these people from like LA and New York started coming in and saying like, all right, and this was probably about 15 years ago, 20 years yeah, ago, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. hey, I can open up a stand like on South Congress, something called South Congress, yeah, and then I can just sell this. And next thing you know, it started happening, and more and more people started coming in the fusion of like the Mexican culture, the German mm-hmm. culture, like, I mean, every kind of culture has come in. Barbecue, you mix it with barbecue, and all of a sudden, food scene. yeah, like that's it's awesome, yeah, and it, it's it's been nice because you can try anything that's almost trendy, right? Like, it's a restaurant that's open up every week. Yep. Like, at least two or three of them. I've got a buddy, uh, he's an architect, and that's the only way I can keep up. Otherwise, I have to go to the four or five different, you know, like, websites to say, like, well, what's even open now for me to check? Sometimes I, as someone who's, like, on the forefront of, like, what's trendy and, like, happening in Austin, there are sometimes things that I don't even hear about until it's like, oh, this new place opened up, and I'm like, another new place that I... I got to go to. I got to go to. I got to add it to my schedule. And honestly, it's been challenging because originally my food blog was very oriented towards, which it still is, like very much experiential. I like to go out. I don't cook at home. So it's not like, oh, what am I going to develop for this recipe? Because I'm a busy girl. I work a full time job. My food blog is like my hobby. Um, And so I was going out primarily to events where it was very indulgent. Like, oh, we've got this you know, new menu I I went to this one Mexican restaurant in the domain and the guy it was just literally my sister and I and the guy brought out probably like every dish on the menu and I'm like there's just two of us I don't need all this food but you have those experiences and when you get you know to a certain level where you become you know known and respected in the community like I've you know kind of reached I get invited to those way too often so now I've had to be like I would not like to go binge drink on a Tuesday and have a bucket of queso. Like, as much as I would love that, <laughs> my body, because I started making these changes, does not want right. that. And so it's been um, an interesting shift of just, again, looking at food in a different way and looking at, like, how I communicate what's happening in Austin and all that stuff out to my followers of, like, hopefully people appreciate that, you know, it isn't always just about, like, what's the most indulgent or crazy, like, new thing that's opening, but more also, like, what's good for your body and like how do you take care of it and how do you have fun and go out yeah. and still have great experiences but also not put your body in the worst shape ever because you're eating Tex-Mex every night. Right. I I probably was in my early 20s when I was going to 6th Street all the time. Austin reference again. Sorry, y'all. And the food that was available was like everything like pizza and yeah. Mexican food and all that. 
But the funny thing is the people who were getting older in Austin because they were so fit, they stopped eating it. And it was interesting because like, well, what are they eating instead? And it's like, well, all these hippies have been living in Austin forever. So they've eaten like raw food. Yeah. So that culture is also mixed in with that freshness idea that you have the hill country. Right. That you can get farm to table like every day if you want to, right? You got people who are making vegan uh, ice cream that's downtown. Like, I mean, it's that's crazy. And I, yeah, like I was the charcoal ice cream, yeah. right? Yeah, like, that's. I mean, come on, right? Because Austin, right? Wait, like that's what you get. Wait, charcoal ice cream? Yeah, I can show you there. Yeah. Austin, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we there was a. Uh, I mean, it's. I don't obviously what you told me before about you know the the ice cream movement I guess is that like you can it's what you make of it right so oh, like totally. so like if you good get good ingredients that's all the people of Austin have ever asked for because right. there's so many people who can have a green thumb here and they choose to to basically say well I can get I mean like just the eggs yeah. over here like that's a client a friend of ours that basically uh, brought them over to us to get some from her hens. And she Aww. and she brings them like weekly. It's amazing because they're the like best tasting eggs. These products here, these, yeah, like she all, grows everything. Yeah, all of these. These are we. So like when you talked about supporting local, like oh, when yeah. you talked about yeah, last yeah. week. So like all of these products here are local friends of ours. That's awesome. And um, the CBD lotion all the way to like she told us like what do you want us to make? And we said natural sunscreen. We wanted like a face scrub, and then she has the lip balm right. That's all natural. We yeah. sell a ton of that, and like um, shampoo. Like, that, I feel yeah, like the consumer, cool. like beyond just Austin too, I feel like the consumer is caring more about what goes in their body. Like they're becoming more self-aware, I think. Yeah. And so that trend of knowing where your food came from or, you know, like what all is in a dish when you're ordering it to make sure that there aren't certain things. Like the other day I was ordering a salad and it didn't look like there was any dairy in it, but I was like, oh, I'm going to ask if there's dairy in it. And she's like, actually, there is dairy in it. Like, thanks for asking. And I think... Previously, maybe the consumer wouldn't think to ask about things like that or the restaurant wouldn't think to cater or accommodate things like that. But I think everybody's just growing in that direction, at least here in Austin, right, of course, where it's more open and accessible for you to be like, I'm not having this thing because I know that it makes my body feel like shit. Like, that's for me what it's come to. Like, I love ice cream. Like, using ice cream as an example, I love ice cream. I love dairy. I now feel really gross is probably like the best word to use when I have it so people are like oh you can have dairy and I'm like I totally can have dairy it's not like I'm lactose intolerant to it I just don't feel my best and why would you not want to feel your best so then you're looking for alternatives to supplement those cravings whether it's a sweet craving or like an ice cream craving or like insert whatever the craving is it's like why would I not want to feel good and so for me especially I think that's just become one of the things that I contemplate the most when I'm like getting invited to these food events or like going out and doing something, it's like, I could say yes to that, but what is that actually doing for me? Is that going to help me grow my brand? Is it going to allow me to meet more people by going to that event? Like, obviously there's some of those reasonings too. Like, oh, I'm going to go to this thing. Maybe I can't eat anything there. I'm going to have to snack before because the food isn't something that's going to make me feel good, but there's another benefit to it. But most of the time it's, you know, I probably am not going to feel 100% after I eat that. And I yeah. don't want to not feel 100%. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's uh, Sydney's quote, what is like, treat your body good. I feel like I've adopted that for sure. Of just, <laughs> Do you yeah. find, like, the social benefit of going to those things important too, though? Like, because sometimes oh, you totally. do eat this stuff. And, like, social health is definitely a big part of it and clearly a big part of your brand. Totally. I mean, I feel like I paint a picture sometimes of, like, I've swung the opposite direction, right? Of, like, I don't go to those things anymore for these reasons. But, like, absolutely. I feel like... There's definitely like promotional or um, social benefits to going out to being seen, especially 
for my brand, um, I put my face in everything. Yeah. So it's not just I can go or I can send somebody to go take a picture of like a new donut that got released or like a new restaurant that opened up. Like it's very much about me being at that place. And so that has been something that I think I've struggled with slash handled appropriately of like you can't be everywhere at once and you have to I keep using the word evolve but like brands evolve people evolve and so for me it's just the evolution of no I'm not going to go to this thing unless I can justify like some reason why it benefits me like to give you another example when you're starting out with like a blog so transition to that topic uh you don't nobody knows who you are right you're trying to create content you're trying to get your name out there you don't know where to go what to do and so if someone's like hey I'm going to send you this or I'm going to invite you somewhere you're like hell yeah I'm going to go to that I'm going to go to that I'm going to get content I'm going to show up I'm going to get my business cards out I'm going to be a face there and again I think if you're good at it and you're doing it consistently enough like eventually like you get to like the next level which is like wow well maybe like a couple times a week now I get invited to things and I'm at the point where I'm doing three or four events a week and like you're realizing like oh man three or four events is like a lot to balance maybe you love doing it and so it's just like the continual progression of now sometimes I'll have three or four events like this Friday I got invited to three things I don't say that to gloat just to give you an example of like now I have three things on a Friday what's going to be the most beneficial for me where am I going to go that's going to maybe allow me to network with the right people or be good content for my brand or you know one of those reasons and so I think those are now more the motivating factors first like I think if I'm just starting out I want to say yes to everything because you want to be everywhere but now I'm more selective because it's like I don't need to be everywhere I don't need to create all that types of content and I feel like that's the graduation of a brand right like where you actually have the opportunity to say like no that doesn't fit with me or no I'm not going to like promote about that so I guess another aspect of that is sometimes which we were talking about earlier like when a brand reaches out and like wants to send you product Again, I used to be like, yes, I would love to try your product. Now I'm very cautious of, of receiving stuff because I don't want to guarantee that I'm going to promote something. I want to try it. I want to see how it makes me feel. I want to like get reactions out of it. Then if I feel comfortable, then I will introduce it to my audience. So I think it's just, you know, you're constantly growing and learning and trying to figure out like, how do I do this thing? I don't think there's like one size fits all for everybody, but certainly being able to, you know, for myself at least personally make those choices of what makes me happiest Because at the end of the day, a blog is supposed to be fun. Like, obviously, some people are doing it full-time for their jobs. I'm not, for the record. And so, at that point, it's like, I don't want to make this something that I feel I have to, like, you know, drag myself out of bed to, like, go do or be in a situation or work with a brand that makes me feel uncomfortable. I want everything to be, like, this is good and healthy and happy for me and I'm having fun. And that's pretty much my filter in a long roundabout way of saying it. Yeah. (laughs) So... I gotta, I gotta ask you something. So, like, when uh, we talked about the social media presence, especially what you've had, it, I've sat back and watched in awe, like, you know, what you've done and what you've, what is funny with people coming up and talking to you and saying, like, hey, I oh, noticed totally. this and I'm reading this. Why, why do you think they're drawing? Like, what is it? Like, why, why? I wish I knew the real answer. The, the, the answer to me is, uh, One, I like to think that I'm a real, relatable girl. I mean, I think it certainly helps that I, you know, grew up in Austin, so when you're looking at people, it's not like I transplanted myself from somewhere else. It's like, this is my city, this is my home. I come from here, I bleed Austin, Texas. Um, But the other half of it is, I am just a regular girl who wears lots of stretchy pants and, you know, shows up with a smile on her face 98% of the time to things. And is just like excited about the experience. And so, you know, Again, I've seen my peers 
use social media in a bunch of different ways. Some people who don't put their photo, their face in photos, they just post the food or people who post a lot of really great content on their feed, but they don't take advantage of Instagram stories. Yeah. And so I think you need to find out what works for you. And for me, displaying my life in a very transparent way uh, seems to resonate with people. And I still get a kick out of it. Yeah, when people come yeah. up to me and they're like, I follow you and I just wanted to say hi. Because yeah. to me, I'm like, I'm just a regular girl. I know, but it's cool Like, though. come talk but to it, me. Don't it, feel weird about yeah. talking to me. But, but it's cool. That's why I say I would watch back in amazement because I was like, this girl's coming up and she came up to you. I was like, hey, yeah, I've been following you. She's one, like, yeah. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. And I, I read, she came up to me before. Oh, and really? she told me, she's like, hey, like, no, that, she that, did. yeah, she did. I, I was like, yeah, her. is that her? I was like, yeah. He goes, man, I follow her blog and everything. I think I want to go say hi to her and everything. <laughs> and that's what she says. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you should. Oh and I said it like that, so right? Sweet. But it's awesome because um, we had a gentleman here too, and he was on a podcast before, and he showed me um, like his company, and he's got like, like you know, fans. Yeah. And I thought that was cool. And I, what I've thought has been incredible with you and your sister is yeah. that, that both of y'all have created this from just y'all being you, the genuine yeah. people that y'all are. And I think people resonate with it and they see it and it's just crazy because like there's no telling where you're gonna be and I know we talked like you know some of your goals the other day right, and all right. That, right like I fully expect you to you know have your own TV show or something like one day Thank I really do I mean honestly real, yeah whoever's listening I mean she is great obviously a town like Austin which is much to offer yeah is for where sure. you, like you got started in like you know where you got your ice cream at like you're traveling over in west coast and you're going to east coast and that and meeting and connecting with people i mean you and allison and all the people that we met like y'all are something special right and so eventually somebody's going to take win and all of a sudden y'all we're gonna be like yeah we know the people who run this company and they manage this and all that you know like, like they run festival yeah it's cool you know and to see y'all start off is amazing and i i just kind of so caught much. i've caught note and wind and i was like that is impressive because it's Thanks. rare that that actually happens in public even with like celebrities because yeah. they won't even come up and talk to them and have the courage to say this lady went up yeah she wasn't a girl she was a lady that yeah. came up and said hey i'm a big fan of yours i want to talk to you about some things i think that is an interesting i mean first thank you so much sincerely like that i still live in a world where i'm like people want to interview me or invite me to things or like you know, meet me. Like, I'm just like, I'm a regular girl who just likes to eat and put it on the internet. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> that's, but it, that's, but the thing is you're making that like famous last word. What, this is what you do, right? Yeah, Everyone says make a passion. No, like, totally, do, do you like totally. totally follow your passion, right? Like I just want other people, which I mean, to me, you acknowledging that shows me that there's still room to grow in the sense of like, I want people to feel obviously inspired I think that for me is the biggest takeaway like when someone messages me in response to something that I post and they're like like this morning for example I went to AO for workout and I'm always trying to think of like what's interesting content that I can create for this brand that I love and I'm passionate about and like how do I like engage my followers with that and uh, I was like stuck I was like oh man I've always posted the like you know selfie doing like your muscles or you know doing like a workout video or something and I was like I'm just literally gonna post a picture of my shoes with the clock or whatever and then I put a quote over it and it was something about like you know um, it was an Aristotle quote and I wish I couldn't didn't butcher but I'm about to basically saying like you look at excellence as something that like you can um, you know like achieve and you can achieve it but it's more of like just showing up every day like excellence isn't something that's like gifted to somebody it is just the people who show up every day and work really hard and I put that as the quote because I was resonating with it of of again people ask how do you do it and I'm like 
I wish I had a magic pill or like some, you know, book you could read or some manifesto that I could recite to you, but it's really simple. No. You make a decision that you're going to wake up. You make a decision that you're going to eat healthy. You make a decision that you're going to, you know, go back to school and finish that degree, like whatever it is, and you do it. I think it's a good point that you act on that decision too because people are really good at planning and not executing. Which is all I hope someone sees when they see my feed is like, if Shada can do it, I can do it. So kind of going back to like the regular girl thing of like, I am just a regular girl. I did. I wasn't born with special powers. If you want to wake up and work out and change your life and live a better life, you can freaking do it. And so I had someone message me back this morning being like, I needed to hear that quote. And it, it just like, I'm like getting chills. Like it just like, it resonates with me so much of like, I don't care how many people watched my story that day or this morning or whatever, that one person that it impacted them and made them feel like they were powerful and strong and that they could do something like that is why I do what I do. And so I'm like so motivated by the people who respond to me and share their story. And so I kind of openly like ask always and hopefully people listening to, you know, tell me those things because those are like, I want people to feel like they can approach me and have yeah. conversations. Yeah. I want it to be two sided. I don't want it to be this like, there's a celebrity girl. She lives in Austin and she, and she's, you know, with Shada and she's doing whatever. It's like, I want people to see me and be like, Oh my gosh, that's Shada. Like I relate to her. I can have a conversation yep. with her. I, can I can be her like I want people to feel yeah. like they can have this lifestyle because it's achievable yeah so I don't know it's hard it's interesting I think um two weeks ago I publicly posted on my stories because I'm still super gun shy about it my my before photos okay I just got done with a dance class with Sydney the ones that, um, the ones you showed me not those ones some other ones I had put together that okay. uh, I'd come across I think even before those ones so I was oh, a little okay. bit bigger it was like right after the accident okay and uh I had just come back from this dance class and I was feeling like super empowered and I was kind of texting a friend like, again, I feel like people see this one side of my brand or of social media with any influencer, right? It's only through the highlight reel. You're only seeing when she's happy or when she's like got a plate of food yeah. in front of her or when she's like, you know, going to this cool event. But you don't see when I'm crying or when I'm beating myself up because I ate a banana and four oranges and four mango slices. Like I have, I'm, I have those days where I'm like, this fuck. Sounds good. <laughs> it, it's a much better yeah, alternative than like me binge eating like a whole thing of like brownies, right? But right. like. Which happened two days ago. <laughs> I think I'm trying to like interject that like authenticity and realness of like it, there are bad days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. And getting people to understand that like it's through those bad days that like you overcome and you triumph and like we all go through it and Can I say I really appreciate that you're pointing out that like a binge is a binge? Because, like, as someone who has gone through that, totally. I, like, I was very stressed on Sunday, and I posted something about, like, I just binge ate two bags of, like, plantain chips, and, like, people laugh at that, but it's, no, like, yeah, it's plantain chips, which is way better than the plate of brownies, right, right. but still, you know, you're A not... Binge. You're not eating healthfully, right. like, mindfully. Yeah. You're not putting yourself in the best position to be as healthy as you could. Right. And it's a mental like thing, right? It's a, you need to step back and say, why am I doing this? Okay. I need to de-stress. It's Absolutely. not, I need to eat this bag. It's, I need to de-stress. Which that's the other half of it too. Of like, it's okay to like binge sometimes. I think I'm the hardest person on myself because I don't like to talk about those things or disclose that I used to be a fat girl. You know what I mean? And I, I think especially as someone who is, um, single and like trying to actively date it's like embarrassing almost like i've acknowledged that about myself what to to talk about your past like to talk that? about my past yeah to be like look this is where i came from um and so i again i think people see this like oh she's working out every day and she's so healthy and she's making all these choices and so that instance of of going back to those old photos the other night after that dance class was really 
critical for me because that was the first time I'd publicly gone through that exercise of like, I know I'm authentic, but like, I'm real, like I'm trying to be really authentic and not to be authentic, but more to be like, whoa, we got to flip the script. You guys like, I realize I'm, I'm here being like, wake up at 6am and work out. It's great. But like not showing you like, I used to not wake up at 6am because I used to choose food and like selfish things over putting myself first and my body first. And I just, I think those are those parts of the conversation that people more so resonate with, I think. And so I'm trying to be less embarrassed about my past and more appreciative that that was the path that brought me here and also acknowledge that like I'm by no means done because I'm binging and I'm choosing you know yeah. to have a, a fun life about balance it's all yeah. about balance no I, no one's, I, I feel mean, like I could talk a storm up right now but well I, I, I think that's the the part that everyone looks at is that you're you're human you have faults right, right. like but people do I think hold social media people to a higher standard because it's like unattainable because they're just seeing the highlight reel and so I appreciate when there is that transparency of well other people do too I mean this is honest truth from a marketing standpoint and we've had this discussion it's always like when we had a spokesperson like we Mm -hmm. picked Sydney to Mm -hmm. be Slenderella Fit this was not a light decision Mm -hmm. right like and it's weird because you have to look what marketing tells you not what you think people are going to think right and what you don't know is how people are just going to resonate with someone like from a sincere standpoint totally the people that go in like the Instagram world and they start seeing those people, like, I don't know what's real anymore. Like, I, I really don't. I don't know because the angles and the cameras and the it's photoshopping, true. everything that they do, there's this image that if you want to create, you can create it. It's absolutely true. And what you've created with your lifestyle and what you've done is basically say, well, like, here I am on this person from, you know, Austin who just really enjoys life to its fullest and I'm realizing what works for me, what doesn't. I'm trying to figure it out. You're influencing other people in positive ways, which I think is the cool thing that we've drawn together wanting to work with you because mm-hmm. you as a brand is is a healthy lifestyle, right? And you're, you you do it through food. Like who doesn't love hearing that or reading about Absolutely. that, right? Yeah. Food, you know, and, and you can try it for us. You know, we live vicariously through you because <laughs> of your posts, right? Oh man, I saw that ice cream. You're eating like a couple of posts like in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, but she's eating ice cream. I know you called yeah, me out. I was like, she's eating some ice cream. It looks good though. And then I called you out, and you're like, but it was vegan. It was vegan ice cream. I was like, damn. I all right, made like cool. some smart <laughs> yeah. choices. I know. I know. I was like, all right, well, that's cool. You know, it's a better choice, right? Right. And, yeah. And that's the change that you've had. Exactly. You know, five, six, seven years ago. That totally. You know, put some fudge on that. Put some damn. It make it a cr- Sunday. Are you <laughs> thinking about like what I used to eat? It's a barbecue sauce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I used to eat out because I'll look at old photos and I'm like oh I ate all that like a photo popped up (laughs) three years ago like in one city yeah for the record if you ever want to go to a hot air balloon festival there's one in Horseshoe Bay which is in Marble Falls it happens in April we just missed it Um, but I went three years ago with a friend and you know Facebook's like a year ago or like three years ago like on this day you did this thing it put up these photos you guys I'm like holding a stack of cookies in an ice cream bowl with like gallons of bluebell behind me like a full sunday station and then there's like six more photos of me with like a barbecue plate and like signs <laughs> and i'm this like little chunky girl who's like yeah everybody and i'm like wow look at you go girl like you were living a good life but yeah. like you also weren't taking the best care of yourself but again i just look at like if i ate that now my body would totally reject it or at least you would be a lot more aware of it for sure. yeah mm-hmm. right i maybe yeah. be more mindful like not of like yeah. as much you know 
Well, I mean... Courses as I did that day, but... <laughs> well, I remember... If you remember the show Man vs. Food? Yeah. You remember that Travel Channel, right? Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. liked it, and it was it was gorging at its finest, like the For American sure. way, right? Uh, but I was like, dude, he can't do this, like, all the time. There's no. no way. Like, he could live. Like, he just couldn't, like... It's true. He'd yeah. be, like, struggling to breathe when he just walks, you know? He couldn't go up a flight of stairs. But, you know, you gotta imagine that what you do in your off-season, right, to prepare for, like the food and wine festival like right. the summer you know tour of everything right, right. like it's going to be crazy so like you take care of yourself i remember like there's artists like even like uh aoki aoki is a guy who like steve aoki is a guy who takes care of himself to the fullest he, he works out, like every day he eats clean is like super cut and then like he's djing like every night till like 4 a.m i know i just i just, the body can only withstand so much, right? It can that's, only withstand that's the incredible so much. Thing. But the other thing to acknowledge about him and like people, I think, like in similar positions, are like, you will make time for the things that are important to you. Like you said before, getting up and saying, "I'm going to get up at five thirty and yeah. I'm going to go work out. And I'm going to get it done with. And if I don't care if I don't want to do, it, I'm just going to do it. It's part of my routine." Like you give you give a compromise somewhere. Like I think it's easily relatable to like to dating, right? People are like, "Well, if if a guy likes, like he's going to call you," and you're like, "Oh, but like maybe he's like thinking about me." And it's like, no. Like if he wants to talk to you, like he's going to call you. And it's the same with like working out. It's like, oh, I want to be skinnier. I want to lose weight. And you're like, how do you do it? And I'm like, well, this is how I do it. You wake up at a certain time, or you you make time for the gym. You don't want to work out at six in the morning. Fine, go at four p.m. I don't care when you go. Just do it. You just do it. You do it. And so unofficially, that's my hashtag. Just fucking do it. I have it on a necklace. Um, but yeah, that's like in the simplest terms. Like the motivation. It's like I don't want to do this. Okay, well then don't complain. Yeah. So just fucking do it. I. I there you go. Period. The, the end. Like just do it. Best excuse. Yes, no excuse. Thank you. I love that. <laughs>